funny how tallies only matter when it serves a political agenda. Mm. Good morning, everybody. Hope you guys are doing well on a Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Wow. We were not here yesterday. We didn't have a producer. We did not. We had no producers. All our producers were out of town. Right. Yeah, man. So uh, that made it tough to do a show. Yeah, that did. <laughs> it made it tough to do a show when nobody's back there pressing the buttons. Otherwise, you'd have to get up and down a lot. Yes. A lot of cardio right there. <laughs> yeah, there would be a lot going on. Yeah, I had no idea why we didn't have a show. I thought it was 9-11. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I guess we could have said that's why we didn't have a true, show. True, true. Yeah. But glad to be back with you here this morning. It's going to be a very interesting show today. A... <laughs> You gotta love going to a city commission meeting and getting called out by name. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, multiple times. And multiple times multiple I was time. called out. Oh, called out by name and then alluded to multiple times. Yeah. They use that standard line. What did we talk about last week? They use the standard line when they're, when they're caught up in something that they don't like, when the narrative is not going their way. Oh, social media. Oh, you heard it on social media. Oh, it was erroneous and you heard it on social media. Oh. <laughs> Uh, We talked about that last week. We'll get into it, man. It's going to be a fun show. We've got other stuff to talk about, too. I swear. Uh, uh, Just not going to spend as much time on it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) We've got uh, stories we'll possibly get to. Okay. Okay. Frustrated St. John's County homeowner turns to TikTok. Uh Uh-oh. To share issues with local pool builders. Oh, my God. They should go on threads. He's got over. Well, good call. (laughs) Got over four hundred thousand views on this TikTok video. Wow! Needs to sh- needs to show me how to do some TikToks, man. Uh, we've got another coastal St. John's County home with erosion damage deemed unsafe again, but new owners want to fix it up. Okay, build <laughs> that seawall, boo. I wonder where they're from. No, <laughs> <laughs> not here. <laughs> Can't be from here. Oh, and a uh, a yellow line drawn on I ninety five. Do you guys see the video? Of this? Oh, I did see this. Yeah, a really confusing, <laughs> really confusing. Some people, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Everything confuses me these days. <laughs> okay, where are you? One of the people confused by this? Uh, I, 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 I don't go on. I don't go out there. So unless I absolutely have to. So. Okay. Yeah, I know. Right. It's, it's mostly not worth it. But I'm thinking yeah. cars are beeping with the line and stuff like that. With the, you know what I mean? Like when your car goes over the line, it goes beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, my, my, yeah, would, It would have confused my car that. more than me, probably. Totally, yeah. Yeah. I didn't think of, you know, smart cars. Because I'm, I'm still about 15 years away from getting a car that, you know, tells me when I'm swerving into other lanes. My budget usually, uh, usually will dictate that I'm about 15 years behind the tech <laughs> car. All right, man, we've got a very interesting show today. Looking forward to talking about it with you. And before we do, I will remind you that our friends at Bozard Ford Lincoln uh, kicked off their 74th year serving St. Augustine in Northeast Florida for three generations. Their amazing local family team at the dealership have grown to meet the needs of our amazing community out there at the Bozard campus at I-95 and State Road 16. They got a ton of inventory from Ford and Lincoln. And of course, a great selection of pre-owned vehicles of all makes and models. They got the state-of-the-art service department, the quick lane for express service and parts. And no trip to the dealership is complete without a stop at Ford's Garage for one of those signature burgers. We'd recommend the Jiffy Burger. That's what most people recommend, by the Mm -hmm, way. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. From delivery of your new car and your very own driveway to mobile service for your fleet of company vehicles and anything in between, the team at Bozard, Ford, Lincoln, ready to meet your needs in a way that is designed exclusively for you. 
Come let their family take care of your family. They are Bozard Ford Lincoln, and they are driven to inspire. Also, big shout out to Fidus Roofing, Great Expectations Realty and Auction, Chiba Hut Toasted Sub, St. August Pizza, BHF Insurance, Chris Lucero Bail Bonds, Griffin Service, Amara Med Spa, and the Classic Car Museum and Classic Eventage, who we'll talk about in just a little while. But first, good morning, guys. Troy Blevins, Davey Hartzell, Blake Blevins in the booth this morning. How are you guys doing? Hey, happy Tuesday, even though you said it already. You already said Did it. I? Oh, I took a picture of your tally so we could always oh, remember the days. Oh, the tallies. Oh. What did I say? What did I say? Oh, in the beginning, like twice, you like smacked yeah. it around oh. Tuesday. It's Tuesday. <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. This is what happens when we take too long of a break, man. It is almost yeah. the weekend. <laughs> it is. Oh, Blake, how you doing back there? I'm doing... I'm I'm doing very well. Uh, good. My vacation went very well, and and didn't get stopped by TSA, so I'm good. Okay. Wonderful. That's yeah. always a good thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flying back yesterday, I was kind of worried, like how long the lines were going to be. Or 9/11. Yeah. Oh, True. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. When you got a beard this thick, they're pulling you every time and yeah. doing that expanded search, especially on 9/11. Hmm. Well, it was a freaky thing to be in DC on 9/11. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Big guns on every single every single corner. Yeah, it's got big guns. Yeah, man. Uh, all right. Before we get too deep into this thing, question of the day, Troy. Let's have some fun this All morning. right. Question of the day is what's the biggest difference from age 20 to age 30 for you? Hmm. Mm. Okay. I was just talking about this with my brother the other night. There's like, there's kind of a, 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 a lot of people I feel like have a life changing epiphany of some sort around mm. 25 to 27, right? You kind of have a mental shift around that age maybe not necessarily like a moment in time that is a life-changing epiphany but you can feel kind of when you look back on it you kind of have a mental shift there's a little bit of growth that happens in your mid-20s i think so i would just say that i was a lot dumber in my 20s a whole lot dumber in my 20s yeah yeah totally didn't, high five you on that yeah yeah didn't have a clear picture of the world in my 20s you know totally had like an image of myself and, and you always like chase your ego but i think the difference is this humility in your 30s it's mm. just learning you know your own importance but like not making it you know spill over to other people's cups either i think there's a, you learn about balance in your 30s there you go mm. yeah i won't argue with that Oh, Blake's not 30 yet. Blake's not 30 yet, so you're ready, Sonny. Blake, what's the difference between 20 and 22? Eight years. Two years. You don't know about me. Yeah. Um, And and with me, like, at at age 20, um, I I, I was almost felt, like, invincible. And then at age 30, I was deep in my career. Um, You know, I, I moved here when I was 20 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in, in 87. And when I got here, I mean, I, you know, I was fit. I could do anything I could, you know, at age 30, like at 29, my hair left me. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. I'm, I'm talking, I'm talking like in clumps and I struggled the birthday. I struggle with the most. I'm 56 now was 30. Really? You know, I, I, um, I wasn't married yet. I didn't have children. Uh, I was dating Blake's mom at the time, but uh, you know, and I was like, man, I haven't done anything I wanted to do, but like, when you thought life was over, I thought, I, I thought like, I, now I'm grown. I thought I didn't do anything I want. I thought I failed, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it, really, you, know, you started. I started beating myself up a little bit at thirty, I get and, that, sure. and uh, you know, but age age twenty, it's like, that's great. I can do anything. Well, it's because when you're a kid and you see people in their thirties, you think they've got it all together, man. Yeah. You're like, by yeah. thirty, you're supposed to have a career. You know, nah, you're still kind of faking it a little bit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. You're totally faking it. Through most of your 30s, you're still faking it. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, and, and 
some of the, you know, from my generation, it was like, okay, do you own a house? Do you have a good career? I had those, mm -hmm. you know, but it was like, I still beat myself up pretty bad at 30. Yeah. And at 40, it was like, ah, screw it. Yeah. <laughs> at 50, it's definitely screw it. Oh, 40, 40 is 40, amazing. It's like, it is what it is, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. I know my strengths. I know my weaknesses. Yeah. I'm going to be I'm, me. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, on that, I'm on that curmudgeon climb now. Oh, yeah. The <laughs> curmudgeon climb. Yeah. Yeah. I got goals. I got goals. <laughs> You're the guy on the price is right. Just. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> great answer, Dad. Great answer. I but, yodel it all the way. But originally, but originally thought you were going to say when you turn thirty, you stop wearing your ankle bracelet. Oh, okay. uh, I, had, I had an ankle when I was twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I had a manatee on it. Was a little surfer dog. Oh, I was. <laughs> yeah, I was. A, I had hair. So cool. <laughs> That's the biggest difference. Hey, I had muscles and hair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and brawn. <laughs> uh well. Now you've got a uh, a weatherman degree. Yeah, yeah, it was street degree. Yeah, street right. degree. We gave you the degree. Right. You didn't really take a test for it or anything, but we gifted it to you. It's it's like my Harvard doctorate. So we go to you now for a quick check of the weather, Troy. Partly cloudy. Okay. That quick check of the weather brought to you by Great Expectations Realty and Auction. They can sell your home, your business, and everything in it. Check them out at geauction.com, gerealty.us. We now go to Blake Levins for our morning traffic report. Blake? The fog has rolled into I-95. Be aware of, of, the, of the visibility. It is foggy out there. Okay. Yeah, definitely be aware of that. Indeed. Yeah, it looks like 95 just disappears. Out looks, like yeah. a, looks like a little bit of a backup on the off-ramp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so this is the I-95 uh, uh, to stay with 16 off-ramp, but going northbound. So, so be aware of that. Mm -hmm. All right. Good deal. Thank you, Blake, for that very official traffic report here this morning. Traffic report brought to you by our friends at Amara Med Spa. Experience the ultimate rejuvenation at Amara Med Spa, where science meets tranquility. Their world-class treatments will transport you to a state of bliss, and their radiant skin facials will unlock your natural glow. You have high standards, and so do they. For the perfect harmony of wellness and beauty, choose Amara Med Spa. Visit them online at theamaramedspa.com. And unlock your most beautiful you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, Let's get into a big meeting last night. Okay. Lots of people. There was a crowd outside gathered the whole time. They couldn't yeah. even let anybody in. Oh, so that's what happened. Not everybody can go in. Not everybody was able to get in. They filled all the seats, but uh, did not allow for anybody to stand. Oh. So people people would speak and then they'd go out and the other people would come in and yes, take their seats. Nice. And, yeah. Okay, yeah. good. So there was a and solution. I, there. I will say every time that door opened, you heard a thunderous applause yeah. from, the, from the people who supported the very nice fifty to five opposed uh, opposed speakers. Except for the five. Except for the five. <laughs> yeah, they didn't get much. What happens with that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I you, you yeah. know <laughs> you wonder. Tallies <laughs> sometimes matter, but when it's fifty five, doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Uh, that's kind of how that works. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about it a little bit. We got into uh, they voted on this. They passed the first reading. We're going to second reading. That's going to happen in a couple of weeks out there at City Hall. Um, <laughs> Troy, do you have any suggestions on where we should start? 
well, this I mean, morning. Because there's a whole lot to cover, man. And first off, I want to I want to say thank you to two commissioners, uh, Jim Springfield and Cynthia Garris. They were on it. Man. They they really did a, a good job of listening, trying to come up with a solution that works with the business people. Yeah. Not ramming something down the business people's throat. Uh, when government starts putting their hands in business is usually when government fails us. Uh, and it's, uh, you know, it, it was, I, it was refreshing to hear those two speak. And I, and I, I, uh, commissioner Blonder was not in the room, which I don't like because she couldn't really get the feel of the room. Mm. Um, you know, uh, cause she, I mean, seeing the emotions of those people that it's, you know, they're scared. Yeah. They're, they're scared that, you know, this is, you know, 30, 40% of their salaries. Yeah. Uh, you know, if, if the business decides, heck, it's not worth it staying open because of this new permit or, um, you know, something happens and they lose the right to be open from midnight to 12. And yeah. I, and I liked, uh, uh, commissioner Springfield came up with an idea saying, Hey, I, I want to have some of these measures tightened up and the sound ordinance does need to be tightened up. We've been talking about it for a long time mm -hmm. and they should have started there. They should have started with, let's get lights in these areas where it's dark. If they right. truly are, are worried about the safety and the citizens, mm -hmm. these items are the items that should have came first and should have been the priority. Yep. Not rushing to get it done, and they can say whatever the hell they want, but they're rushing to get it done because of the state uh, scrutiny that comes along with ordinances like this. Um, you know, the, the ride shares. You know, they're worried about drunk drivers, but they haven't done anything about the ride share. Yeah. Okay. I mean, do those things first, and then we're going to listen to you a little bit better, but don't just tell us how to run businesses and what's best for our business. Yeah. That's not, that. there's there's a reason why there are successful business people in town that are opposed to this and start listening to those people. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I, I did appreciate you mentioned Commissioner Garris. I did appreciate because she has worked for the city for a very, very long mm -hmm. time mm -hmm. on the ground with the city for a very, very long time. And she said there's, you know, the restrooms are a problem. The lightings are the lighting is a problem. The trash is a problem. Mm -hmm. And we have, you know, she basically said trash is a problem because some people just don't want to put a trash can down. Mm -hmm. Some people don't want an extra extra. Well, they don't want to pick line. it up. Right. They don't right. want to pick it up. The, the city, she said that when she said something to the to them, the city person told her, I don't want to pick it up. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's, <laughs> just, I was like, are we, wow. are we not fixing the problems inside yeah. the city first? That, I mean, we could be addressing so much of this mm -hmm. just by just by doing some of that. I think there were some great points brought up and, and, and your sentiment from last week, Troy, was echoed a couple of times. And I think this is one of the best points against this ordinance and that is the hesitancy that this will create yeah and we already saw an example of that uh, uh a woman who was a manager i believe of of prohibition kitchen yeah uh came up and spoke and said there was somebody who was having an emergency outside their doors yeah and this isn't even in place yet and they were hesitant they're to like, they're get like law enforcement and emts involved wow, because really that's yeah a because strike because, because the last meeting it showed like spots where the calls took place yeah you know so and it, it identified like basically where they're at. They're like, I kind of want another spot on my record. Uh, right. You know, and, and, and it was, it was a very good point. We don't want people hesitating when they need help. Right. I, right. Law enforcement doesn't want that. And this, exactly. this ordinance is going to create some of that. And, you know, they keep talking about the misinformation, the misinformation. Yeah. I, I understand that, you know, it's not going to close it down, 
But you know what? It's an added permit. You know how hard it is to get a damn permit in the city? <laughs> right, yeah. And a permit that they can yank... A permit that they can yank beyond the business's control in, in many mm-hmm. instances. If something happens outside of a business and a business, if the blame falls on that business, that's a strike. Mm-hmm. And that's one strike more towards getting that permit yanked. I mean, what what's the liability on the city? And I don't know this. And I, you know, what's the liability on the city? They put this ordinance in place and someone does hesitate to call and something bad happens. You know, and that's, that's uh, scary. You know, and now is the city liable because they put this in place and they they created the hesitation? Mm. You know, that that's that's there's so many there's so question. many holes in this. It's not ready. It's just not ready. And, you know, uh to clean up some things, a lot of people got up there that had you can tell they hadn't read it. It's For not sure. about it's not about the money. It's about the control. Right. So understand the two differences. It's yeah. definitely not about the money. There's, you know, it's only $139. Okay. That's, that's great. It's only it's any know, business owner but downtown can pay. But don't tell me, oh, okay, I'm paying you $139 so you control my decisions. Right. Right. And that's what it you opens know, the door to. That's what people are scared of. I have millions of dollars invested in this business, but I'm going to give you $139 right. so you can tell me how With to no run stake my, in the game. Yeah. Right. With you no know, stake in the game. And, and and that's not how business is supposed to work. And uh, I appreciate I appreciate uh, Jim Springfield coming on uh, last week. I mean, we we, put we him, all do. Yeah, we put, him, we put him through it, and he handled it. And mm-hmm. he and he listened to a lot of people that had called. Yes. Uh, and and he he still it doesn't make him less compassionate to the residents that have this problem. The problem is the sound. Yeah, you know, a and that seemed that. to be the biggest complaint from people who were opposed to this was the sound. Yeah, and why are we not? Why are we not addressing this? That's an easy yeah. thing for a sound ordinance that's already on the books, yeah. right? That we just have to enforce. Yeah, I mean, it's you have the flu, but we're going to cut off your right hand. <laughs> yeah, you, right. You know? Yeah, I mean, if, fix the real problems. Um, you know, and I was really happy to see the owner of the British pub come out. Yeah, and clear up his situation because he was called out in the previous meeting blaming it on uh his pub you know when they were i mean the tragic shooting that took place yeah but neither one of those people were in his pub it happened in proximity to his pub yeah right right outside his pub but the mayor multiple times used that as an example of of being a bad bad player right and the reason why we have to have it yeah. Right, and the other there was a uh, a, a speaker who spoke about uh, a person who had a drunk driving thing. I I found out that actually happened a little earlier in the morning. Yes, but she didn't even she wasn't even at a bar downtown. No, she was the beach. Right, she right. came to the beach. Came from the beach. Right, right. So uh, the arguments for this are actually fairly easy, easily debunked. At least uh, most of the arguments that we heard last night. She was even um, stopped. And then she decided to proceed to go. Like, mm-hmm. she was, they actually detained, like, they stopped her. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the whole argument is why blame downtown? She didn't even come from downtown establishment. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. So, so this thing is full of holes, but again, still, mm-hmm. they're, they're trying to ram it through. And boy, what it is- was, uh, it was, uh, I'll tell you who had a, 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 some 
great statistics was Karen Zander. Oh yeah, um, those, those percentages. Those percentages were shocking. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't I don't know if you had had the tally sheet or whatever it was, but I mean it came down to um, throughout the entire year in that zone that they're targeting and they're they're targeting uh, the zone. Uh, there were a total of fifty one calls that were related to the what they're trying to do with the nightlife or 51 yeah it for the like for the entire year it was like out of like 1100 total calls 51 of those uh and actually we've were associated with yeah with the bars and restaurants yeah yeah and we've got that clip but we may just play that in a second because i thought that was that was uh, one of the highlights of the night one of the some of the best points made Mm -hmm. Um, so I did make sure well, I, to clip I, that out because uh, Karen explained it much much better than I and think she, I could and she this gave, morning. She but. gave the sheets to the commission. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and you know, thank you everybody for coming because it, it's challenging to take time out of your out of your hands, uh, out of your day. Mm. But you know, one of the things uh, Commissioner Garris said was we did a workshop at nine o'clock in the morning for people that stayed true. up until two and three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, and don't, also, don't say you're you're uh, trying to get the voice of the people when you do that. That's almost purposely trying to isolate them. And she also pointed out that it, you know, it was very much like a commission meeting where people only got that little three minutes. There was worth no interaction of time to talk. There was no interaction, and you got to have some interaction. Like uh, I think it was very very positive when Commissioner Springfield came on the show because we were able to go yeah. back and forth. He was able to express his points and we were able to kind of counter those and say but have you guys considered this and are mm-hmm. you guys looking at this and it was clear that he did consider some of that uh, he brought up some of the points that we had talked about on the show uh in his arguments last night um so i, I that back and forth is so important and you know they're they're saying they want to they want to do that now and the you know uh, but you didn't get the same vibe from the mayor. Apparently, I'm just reading through the blogs that there was a lot of paper staring and not a lot of like, you know, connecting with the people that were actually talking to. Well, she, she, already, she went in, already had her mind made up. Yeah, she was not listening to the. I mean, last time she kept a scoreboard, wow. you know, yeah, like, right. at, like at the, what she called what the workshop, she kept a scoreboard and it was like 10 to four in her favor. Right. Um. Last night it was fifty five or fifty, 50 to, to five. Fifty to five. Not in her favor. And but I guarantee I you there was up a towel. there was another twenty that went home because it was taking so long that were outside. And there wow. was a thunderstorm. And people still stayed through the thunderstorm outside yeah. to speak. Yeah. They really did, man. People were very, very passionate. So really the mayor, I, like the fifty to five, that means nothing to them? Uh, she not if it doesn't support when, their argument. Golly, no. guys, when that's the crazy. vice mayor uh when the vice mayor was still struggling with the decision. The mayor, you know, just was directly just selling and overselling this. And when you when you see someone overselling like this, it's it's like a snake oil salesman to me. Mm, like if yeah, you have to yeah. sell that hard, yeah, then it's not right. Yeah. You know, if you're selling that hard, it's not right. Well, because and the vice mayor, uh, just to give people some context who weren't there and who weren't listening, the voice, the vice mayor was very on the fence, which mm-hmm. was surprising. We thought she was in lockstep with the mayor. Mm-hmm. However, she was very much on the fence and very much leaning towards, it seemed like, rejecting this. She mm-hmm. stated that she would reject this tonight. Really? Mm-hmm. And then immediately following that, 
the mayor basically turned and faced her for 20 minutes yeah. and talked about why this needed to pass tonight. It was, it was and really pressured that vote. That's I, an it was, I mean, it was, I mean, if any, any if you Google a bully pulpit, okay, mm. th- that's what was happening. That's what that's was what happening. And, and, and kind of like I, when my mom would kick my leg under the table if I said something stupid at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I would not be surprised if there was some leg kicking, right? Probably. Yeah. All right. And, 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 uh, Karen did just jump in, and one of the biggest things she said is the biggest six operators uh, between 12 and 2 downtown account for a half a percent of the total law enforcement calls in Zone 1 in 2022. A half a percent. Yeah. Yeah. And so 99.5 are coming from elsewhere. And also pointed out that um, crime is going down, Mm -hmm. has been going down since 2018. Um, a, a couple more points, and I do want to. I do want to play that clip. Um, but I will say it, it, it's, you know, the, the mayor wonders why nobody wants to talk to her about this. Well, we know the mayor's mind is made up. Mm-hmm. We know the mayor is not looking to listen to people and their concerns. The mayor's looking to sell this. She wants and to I sell this. And if you meet with the mayor, she's going to try and give you give you a sales pitch on it. People don't want to talk to the mayor about her sales pitch. No. People well, want to make sure she understands their concerns. And that's and, not and, happening. And I was Just able and, and and I will tell you this. The mayor did meet with me mm-hmm. uh, and Mr. Patel and we we had a good conversation. Mm. Um you know, and some of the questions that were asked, but the, well, let's be honest, you guys are powerful guys. But but the, the thing that was said wrong in there, and she said, oh, well, that's not part of it. Um, our, our alcohol license is for our entire property. It's not just dedicated in one region. So yeah. if I'm on a balcony, I throw a bottle. And that's where I could lose. And, and, and she thought, Whoa. and when she asked, and the way she asked the county uh, or the city attorney, that's right. It's isolated. Like if if it's Meehan's or Prohibition Kitchen or something like that, it's within the realm of their property. Yeah. But where our hotels are, that we spread the entire property, and that's a big space. Totally, yeah. yeah. You know, so like when we were talking about some of the things just don't fit into all these uh, all these scenarios. The other one is like guys like uh, South of Philly. Mm-hmm. They serve beer. Yeah. But and they're open from 12 to 2. Yeah. And they've had zero incidents. And now they're having to do all these extra steps. And the way it's written, they serve food after 2. I don't think the way this ordinance is written, they can do anything after 2. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, what, happens to, what, happens, what happens to those businesses like Taco Shop and uh, South of Philly? Because they both have beer. In their in their fridges. I true, mean, obviously true. they can't yeah. sell it after two, and yeah. they don't. But because there's state laws in place. In, in Detroit, so. we had a code word that we would say, "I want the special" or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but does that sounds like we're going well, back to yeah, prohibition? It, it does open up the doors for people to try and skirt this and mm-hmm. and, and get around this. Uh, unfortunately, what yeah. if? Okay, I'm just going to be radical here. What if like everybody just doesn't pay? For the permit, like, what if they just carry on with life? And what happens? What are the ramifications? Like, how are they going to shut down? Can they really? Yeah, I mean, they they they, they, they the would have off? they would have legal precedents on their side, but I mean, they would turn it would turn very ugly quickly. And expensive. Yeah. And it, well, it, it, it is already ugly yeah. pretty quickly. Well, I mean, it, it, there's one more chance at it, 
Um, and you know, that happens in two weeks and the fact that they're trying to push it before the October one, they can yeah, say, that's stupid. you yeah. know, you know, there, there's this, I can't say the same, but you know, we know when you're trying, trying to fool us. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. the people the wool over my eyes yeah. people aren't stupid, man. Yeah. And, and don't, don't say you're not doing that because it's obvious you are. Yeah. Uh, it could have been, <laughs> yeah. it could have been tabled and cleaned up, but, um, uh, because you know. almost all the commissioners, even Nancy Sykes Klein, expressed concerns about mm-hmm. uh, the, some of the some of the things in there. Um, so it's not done yet. It's not mm-hmm. ready yet. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it's ready for the second reading yet. And a lot of commissioners express that. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say the the business owners uh, association has a good lawyer on their side. Yeah, uh, who brought up some great points last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and, and like there's. You know, Rock, uh, Roxanne, uh, I felt like Roxanne listened. Mm-hmm. I felt Absolutely. like Roxanne, I think Roxanne went in thinking one thing and she listened to the people, which mm-hmm. is what what our representatives should do. Um, and I, I think she was tormented by it. And I don't I don't think she's comfortable with her decision today. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. because of that, we shouldn't put a law in place that it's much harder to unwind than than to put in place there. So. Yeah. Yeah, what does that? Well, it's it's. I guess it's tough to say at this point that if it does go into effect, what is what has to happen to revoke it? I mean, I would have to imagine th- people have to get voted out, new people have to get voted yeah. in, somebody has to bring the has to be removed. Right. It's same process in reverse. Yeah, Ugh. same process in reverse. And, and you know, there's like I said, the, and, and I live I live downtown. I have business downtown. I you know I, I'm invested. And I think I have uh, a voice in it. I think there's other priorities. I sat on the chair. I was the chairman of that RHI committee they kept bringing up. Right. I was the chairman on that. And when we went around, they were like, you guys don't have the problem we we were normally used to seeing. Mm. Yeah. Um, And, you know, the things. Who were they, by the way? Who was this kind of RHI? It's Responsible Hospitality, Inc. So this is like a nationwide or a yeah, regional, and, and or? I, I think the city paid between fifty and eighty thousand dollars for this study, to, and and then they didn't use. They, they didn't like choose, what it said. They picked and choose the ones they wanted to use out of it. Yeah, um, which isn't unusual. Um, but the the important ones were lighting, bathrooms, trash cans, and shout uh, uh, ride share. This is all in the city. Things that can be fixed well outside the scope of this ordinance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, it, and that's that's where I'm at. It's like let's take care of these. Let's take care of those four. Yeah, and then us address. Do we still need these? Right. Do we still need them? You know. Yeah. I mean, and, and then do we still need this ordinance? And if we need this ordinance, you know, threaten to shut somebody down after they have invested their life savings. This is a dream for people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, is just it's just not right. No. Which is why I did. Again, appreciate Commissioner Springfield saying, look, I want to take the option off the table to shut people down. Mm-hmm. You know, let's see if we can do a fine structure. Let's do and, something like that. But we can't take away people's businesses. And I don't care what the commission says. This opens the door for people's businesses, you hit, their livelihood to be just taken away from them. And what I and what I heard was the first penalty is 250 Every penalty after that's 500, 500 bucks. You're hitting somebody 500 bucks every night. That business is going to figure out how to get it right quickly. You know, yeah. they're not going to continue to pay five hundred dollars. No, 
to get 500 it. drinks. Yeah. You think $1 yeah. uh, tip, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, <sighs> yeah, man, it was, uh, I, I would, a lot of people were starting to get really encouraged by, uh, the vice mayor's comments. Cause it did seem like she was ready to oppose it. Uh, mm. And then, unfortunately, she was just talked into doing otherwise. It seemed. I'm like. busting to see yeah. this clip, though. We you happen to see that? Yes. Do you have headphones over there? I do. Uh, I got mine in the car. Oh, I was there, so I know. Okay. What was <laughs> okay, Blake. If we could run that clip, I think it's a very important, uh, very important information, and they're very, very good for people to know and understand. I got. I got to remember to bring my earbuds back in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, let's see. I love it, Karen. We got that, Blake. It's 2023-27. When I sat on the boards, I always wanted hard facts and real data that made for more responsible decision-making. Anecdotal evidence may or may not be accurate, and so sometimes there's much more to the story. So I looked at this as a board member. What would I want? As you know, SAPD doesn't have its own dispatch. They haven't had it for years. SJSO handles all calls for the city. So I'm grateful for the sheriff's office. They sat down with me. They read through the ordinance together with me. They tried to correctly align the concerns within the ordinance with the call data. We tried to pull as accurately as possible data reflecting issues stated as justifications and concerns about the volume of calls and issues. Let me explain. Zone one includes downtown, but not only the downtown core. Zone four includes the island portion of the city. The top part of the chart covers all hours, the bottom uh, midnight to two. Complaint nature is what the dispatcher codes it as when the call comes in. Disposition code, which is more accurate, is what goes on the report that the officer does. Year 2022, all hours, zone one, disposition codes, 653. Year 2022, all hours, zone one, all calls, 17,324. Year 2022, midnight to 2 a.m., zone one, disposition code, 51 total calls. That's it for the entire year. Wow. Year 2022, midnight to 2 a.m., all calls, 1182. All calls would be my cat got stuck up in a tree or something. The disposition codes would match what the sheriff's office felt would be um, reflected in this ordinance. Year 2022, all hours, zone one by disposition code is 3.8% of your total calls. Year 2022, midnight to two, zone one by disposition code is 4.3% of your total calls. Deleting 2020 is a COVID year, midnight to 2 a.m., all calls went down year over year since 2018 significantly. 1182 year 2022 versus 1913 year 2018. So our population has exponentially grown, calls have gone down. I pulled six of the biggest operators I could think of downtown. Trade winds, 2022 accounted for 0.1% of all calls in the zone. Prohibition Kitchen accounted for 0.05% of all calls in the zone. And the six total locations I pulled accounted for half Thank you very of much. percent of Thank the you very calls. So those numbers don't illustrate a dangerous situation. They don't illustrate an unsafe, uh, a drunken, disorderly downtown. Uh, calls go down year over year. I mean, it's just... 
<laughs> what are we doing? That was a mic drop moment. Well, well the, I felt like the thing is, and and this is, uh, and Karen Karen sat on the planning and zoning board, and and she's she's a research person, mm-hmm. but she took the time to get with the sheriff department who handles all the calls. Yeah, sat down with them so that she got a good explanation from them, right? About okay, what's the difference between this call and this I call? Interpret it, yes. And that's the information she came up with, and yet we're still here. Mm-hmm. Um, and, why, and, and, why and they're, and they're saying they're that? saying that the um, the police department's overwhelmed at this point with those <laughs> calls. Have they even spoken to the them? Case. Have they even spoken it, to I them? I mean, it doesn't seem. It, you have to imagine they have, but it doesn't feel like it doesn't, it. doesn't feel like it like at it. all, right? Because yeah. that is not overwhelmed. Yeah, that's not a police department that's overwhelmed. No. You know, and that's and and I, I just mm. take take care of the important stuff first. And this is not it. And this is being forced. And um, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully, Roxanne gets a little more of the numbers in hand. And and by the way, Commissioner Blonder, I, I hope you have a a quick recovery. I mean, I, I think that was part of the reason mm-hmm. why she couldn't be there. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I don't want to uh, say that she. I didn't want it to sound like. She just wasn't skipped, there. Yeah. She skipped right. out right, right, on, right, on right. a tough yeah. meeting. Right, right, that that right. was not the reason. I don't True. want. I don't want it to come off that way. But um, you know, Com- Commissioner Horvath, I, I, we saw you. We saw you listening. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And we want you to continue to listen. Yeah. And that's you know we're not gonna we're not gonna bully you, but we want you to continue to listen and find the right result. True. And that's I mean that's the only way we can say it and. I appreciate where she was at at the last meeting where she got to this meeting mm-hmm. because that means she did care. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. So next meeting is what? The 24th? Mm-hmm. Did I hear that correctly? Yes. 24th. Mm. Um, but they are going to try and have another workshop, I think, before that time. They're going to, you know, uh, one thing that uh, Commissioner Horvath did say was that she really wants a chance to hear from each and every business owner who wants their voice heard. So hopefully they schedule this at a time that is convenient for the folks that this impacts Mm -hmm. the most instead of legitimately scheduling it at the worst possible time Mm -hmm. for the folks who are affected the most by this. Well, if you own one of those establishments, there really isn't a great time because you're constantly doing something mm-hmm. for your business. So, true. yeah. That's true. But nine in the morning is probably the worst time. Probably yeah. the worst time. Yeah. Yeah. Probably the absolute. And it's not like they didn't know that. True. And yeah. It's, we can't, Interesting we can't choice. Yeah. just say that these guys are so ignorant that they didn't understand that. Uh, and if they are, what are they doing making our making rules for us? Mm-hmm. We know you guys are, are not that ignorant. We understand. So, this is going to be uh, uh, it's it's going to be a lot, man. And I, I don't know. Uh, there's no clear indication of how this is going to turn out. I don't mm-hmm. think any of us can sit here at this table and say, well, this is how it's going to end. No. This is how it's going to end. Um, so we'll definitely be keeping up with it. A lot of people will be keeping up with it. And nobody who's keeping up with it is dumb. So let's stop treating people in the public like they're dumb. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's that's my biggest plea is let's stop treating everybody like they're dumb. Come to the table. Listen to folks. Really try to understand their concerns. Even if you can't put yourself in their shoes because you've never been there. Try. Just try. 
Um, yeah, you guys well, got called out twice. I, I, well, I, I think I got called out more than that. Anyway. Really? <laughs> Pete, Pete got called out twice. I got attached with Pete, but I got I got thrown under I got thrown under there a couple different times. Um, but if she's not going to be listening to a, a meeting of fifty to five, what does it mm -hmm. say that she's going to come on here and we're going to? Well, you know what I mean? Well, Is she really going to listen and, or no? And 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 some people say she did. She did meet with me last week mm -hmm. so i mean i i i have to say she, she give you she, eye contact she took <laughs> she seriously took, oh yeah no no i mean we we had it we had a conversation i don't like that um, how did that how did that feel to you though troy did it feel like you were being listened to or did it feel like you uh, were I being, being sold? appeased see yeah. that's yeah but i mean it's like, i mean there's other things that we talked about that were important uh not just the ordinance and and they're you know the city's doing some things right like what they did with the property um for the homeless and where they're trying to create that hub. They're doing some things right, but their order of operation and the intent of this might be okay, but the ordinance itself has too many holes in it and it's going to open us up for more, uh, more situations than what's being created right now. Yeah. So the intent I think is there, but uh, the ordinance isn't ready. Yeah. It's just not ready. Take care of the lights. Take care of the trash cans, take care of the bathrooms, and take care of the ride share. And then let's talk about this. And let's truly collaborate with businesses. Because I, I want to see I want to see what those items change and how some of the other and take care of the sound. Yeah. Yeah. And take care of the sound. There's five things ahead of this ordinance, but don't tell me, don't tell me you're not trying to push this. Because no one's believing that. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. No one's believing that. And nobody's yeah. dumb. No, nobody's dumb. But again, again, thank you yeah. to uh, Springfield for coming in, listening, mm -hmm. listening to the people, and Commissioner Garrish, you're a rock star. Yeah, yeah. she, she headed out of the park, man. And again, uh, she has so much of that on the ground experience mm -hmm. um, with the city, not uh, being mainly in a non-politician role. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, so many other folks, a couple of the other folks on that commission, have just been in a political role for a very, very long time. Mm -hmm. In downtown St. Augustine, it's just causing causing some to be a little bit out of touch. I think. Yeah, and they kept bashing social media, but guess what? Guess well, who? That's where all guess, the information guess is. Who, yeah. Guess who you're representing? <laughs> Those <laughs> people, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not bots. They're not trolls. No, no, no. They're, no, they're real. Right. They're real. You saw. You people. saw them last night. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They were in. They were in the room with you last night. Yeah. And some people may not have all the information right, but ever uh, many people do. Uh, you know, again, a lot of uh, most people aren't dumb. They can read, they can understand what's going on, and they can read between the lines. My last well, question: so. Do you think that they expected the wave of people that showed up? Probably. Yeah, I think so. Really? Okay, yeah, I think so. And it's going to be bigger. It's going to be bigger next time. It needs to be. It needs to be. It needs to be. I don't. You know, I don't want to say that and have everybody out there assume that oh, it's going to be huge, so I don't have to show up. No, that's not true. Everybody mm -hmm. needs to keep showing up for these. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I saw a couple comments online that were fairly discouraging, saying, "Well, this is how the city operates. It's no no use showing up." No, I think Roxanne Horvath's comments proved that there is a use in showing yeah. up mm -hmm. because yeah. she was almost convinced last night that this shouldn't move on, and that's because of all the very intelligent, compassionate pleas. To please not put my business on the line for politics. Yeah, and Rebecca just hit a comment that I thought was very, uh, um, very, very well done. The woman who talked about the ice cream. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The woman who talked about the ice cream and how that that causes a bigger mess than right. anything else. Yeah, 
Because if you if yeah. you walk down St. George Street, you're going to see an ice cream cone upside down, mm. probably about every thirty feet. Yeah, yeah, so. <laughs> that's true. Um, all right, man. So it was definitely an interesting one to be at. We had fun. We got to sit back and eat some popcorn. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wish we did have popcorn. That would have been that would have been way better. To have I, some popcorn, something to eat of that. Multi-hour-long meeting. What did that go from five to like nine thirty? I mean, yeah. there was. I'm glad I used the restroom Oof. before because if you, oh, if, if you left the room, you lost your seat. I know. Oh, yeah, oh, well, I had to go at the end. I had to wait till the end. Yeah. You just like, run out and use the restroom, man, because it was where it depend. She should have. Yeah. That's I what I said. Have if I would have known, I had on my astronaut shorts. Ego. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So yeah, um, we'll, we'll see how it, we'll see how it plays out. We, we'll see how it plays out. We'll be talking to some folks along the way. We're trying to get the best understanding of this as well, mm -hmm. obviously, so that we can convey the best information to you guys. Well, and, and what I'd like to see is, uh, you know, and some former mayors, some former commissioners, some former, look at this and tell me what you think. Well, we had a former mayor speak on it last night. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, well, and, and there's others out there that are still here. Yeah. I mean, he had, he had, the former mayor that spoke also has a, a direct interest in it, but I'm talking about mayors that are business people that don't have a direct interest uh you know okay. and and I'm, I'm glad mark was there because i think that's the first time he 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 spoke on this uh with the with the white lion mm. um but I, I would like to hear the voices of like a tracy or uh um a don critchlow or you know some of those limb weeks the guys that are still here still invested in the town uh you know joe uh there's there's people out there i'd like to hear what their thoughts are, uh, John Valdez. Mm. What, what's he his, was there. What's, he what's was his there thought? Last night I, at one I, point. I, I didn't get a chance to talk to him and find out. Right. Yeah. Where he where he thinks because he was he was on the board when it went, it, it got kind of pushed back down the yeah. first time. Yeah. Yeah, so. I did see him out there, but uh, he didn't stay for wasn't out there very long. Not, not didn't stay for comment. He was I think he was part of that group that just didn't get in in the first mm -hmm. wave, and probably just didn't want to hang around for a couple hours to get a seat. Mm -hmm. Um, so of course we'll stay up on it for you and we, we are glad to uh, talk to folks from all sides on this so obviously we want to get all the information out there uh, as possible so that people in St. John's County can make informed decisions um, and make informed uh, arguments as well alright man something we all love arguing about is gas <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. uh, gas prices slightly going down okay going down slightly i think i'll take some good news yeah we've got uh we've got the circle k on 207 still saying they're at 317 maybe that's not a typo maybe they're actually there Ooh, uh the shell at 216 ponce leon boulevard is at 346 your mobile in circle k 347 800 south ponce thanks for having that up on the screen blake that's handy oh beautiful yeah look at that huh uh, the Sunoco at 450 South Ponce, 349. The Sunoco at 2199 North Ponce, they're actually at 339. It says 349, but I drove by there at 339. Oh, right? wow. At least that's what their sign says. Uh, the Shell at 146 King, 352. Uh, we've got the Gate on Mizell Road at 359. Then the Shell, 2350 North Ponce, 359 as well. We need a quiet sign in that lobby. Yes, yeah, sir. We need a we need a yeah. sign that says, "Hey, we're on the air here." Uh, <laughs> I guess that's my fault. That's something I should do. I'm telling myself. I, got some... I was like, "Do you know anybody?" 
<laughs> All right, man. Uh, that guy's about a gas report brought to you by our friend Chris Lucero at Chris Lucero Bail Bonds. If you go to jail for any reason, uh, Chris wants to make sure you get out, get back to your real life, get back to your family, get back to your mortgage, get back to all that stuff that's going to hurt if you stay in jail for too long. Uh, very easy to get yourself out of jail or your loved one, by the way, 904-822-BAIL, 904-822-2245. Um, Chris Lucero Bailmonts. Proud to have him as a sponsor of our program. We also got some live music happening today and tonight. The J.C. Hatfield Trio at the Mill Top at noon. Josh Tennessee Worthy at Pierre's Pub at 1 o'clock. John Dickey at the Mill Top at 4.30. Vange Durst, Harry, 6 o'clock. Smoke and Joe Shower at Ann O'Malley's at 6. That's it. Oh, wow. Short list. Short mm-hmm. list for Tuesday. Okay, getting ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, brought to you by, of course, our friends at uh, Griffin Service. Their, uh, your comfort is their top priority at Griffin. They specialize in AC, plumbing, and electrical services, plus unique offerings like standby generators, water softeners, and gas work. They're the home of the free service call and upfront quotes. Experience fast, friendly, and affordable service like so many of our listeners and watchers have already seven days a week. Give them a call at 904-500-2653 or visit griffinservice.com and see the difference. Also, shout out to our friends at Fighting. support a lot of local charities in addition to supporting your home through your roof. Uh, big Brothers and Big Sisters, investing in kids and the Boy Scouts of St. John's County and more. They're also always looking to grow their team and would encourage you to come and apply with them. They're master elite contractors for St. John's County. and let, That lets them offer you warranties that nobody else in the business can. Give them a call today, 904-355-ROOF. They do pavers. And gutters. Yeah. Uh, Another coastal St. John's County home with erosion damage deemed unsafe. Well. But the new owners want to fix it up. Okay. (laughs) Boy. Another home along A1A faces the threat of collapsing into the ocean. We just saw the legendary blue house demolished. Yeah, I was going to ask what colors it's house. Yeah. I think this is the yellow one. Oh, blue and yellow, blue and yellow. But I could be wrong. This is the one that was very close to it. It's also got signs on the door saying, do not enter. This is dangerous. The floor is literally falling out from underneath it. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's in bad shape. Yeah. Uh, and here we go. The property located next to the recently demolished blue house. There it mm. is. was deemed unsafe by the county after an erosion-related foundation issue was discovered. Despite being declared unsafe, the four-bedroom home remains accessible and livable. No, mm. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Uh, at the discretion of the new homeowner, Sean Nicole Schwark. <laughs> Schwark. That's a mouthful. Don't sound like a local name, does it? Yeah. Schwark. Schwark. I've never heard that around St. Augustine before. <laughs> don't sound Norkin to me. <laughs> yeah. No, it don't, sir. Schwarkin. Uh, the erosion, they say, has significantly damaged the home's foundation, uh, similar to the fate of the neighboring Blue House. To address the issue, uh, let's see, the Schwarks are planning to rebuild the foundation and are considering constructing a seawall. Well, don't consider, the- you better do it. <laughs> yeah, I think you almost got to. <laughs> don't mess around, To Schwarks. protect the property from further damage. They have taken steps to make sure the home uh, is safe for habitation again, including soil sampling and Permit acquisition. Ooh, soil sampling sounds fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, there are words for that in the millennial culture. <laughs> Sean Schwart. <laughs> Sean Schwart expressed his eagerness to repair the property, acknowledging that the estimated three hundred thousand dollars is about what it would cost to fix a seawall. Mm. Nearby residents uh, have uh, nearby residents. Yeah, they made comments. Cool. Oh. <laughs> Let's get to the yellow line. Oh, the yellow line. This is hysterical. It really is long. 
<laughs> it is wild. It is a it is a long yellow line. What happened here? Florida Department of Transportation issued a warning after a mysterious yellow paint stripe appeared on southbound I-95, <laughs> stretching for 22 miles. Can you imagine? What? All the way to 210. All the way to 210. Yeah. What? Somebody, like outside of their trunk. <laughs> That's not an accident. It's that so bad. That can't be an accident. That's not an accident at that miles? point. One long piece stain there all the way. <laughs> From downtown Jacksonville to County Road 210. Yep. FDOT maintenance officials were alerted to the unexpected paint line Friday and quickly began investigating the situation. Uh, to address the issue, FDOT has initiated a cleanup effort. Do we have the video? Of is it, is it a south, it, it's uh, southbound from Jacksonville to 210? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jacksonville. Like. Yeah, southbound yeah. on I-95. Yeah. Jacksonville. So uh, bad. It's, we're always cleaning up. Wait until you hear about the cleanup, so though. <laughs> okay. Uh, crews are set to perform an extensive wire brush treatment to yeah. move <laughs> the yellow paint from I-95 corridor between the Acosta Bridge and County Road 210. The wire brush. Yeah. Mm. Were you able to see it on that video? Yeah. The wire brush treatment will be conducted using a street sweeper equipped with a spinning brush. You're going to try it a couple times. I <laughs> <laughs> think so. <laughs> Followed by a construction truck for safety. Why don't they just paint black over it? Uh, that's, <laughs> you know, you know, not just the hat rack over there, Mr. Uh, Melvy. That's been a great idea. <laughs> well, well, I don't know. That's the official best it's idea. Kind of, it seems kind of, like it They just followed the black line. Next week, we'd have a thing about the black line. <laughs> We're going to micro needle the yellow away and then we'll definitely yeah. no, just cover it up. Jacksonville. They, are, aye, aye, aye. they say the source of the paint spill remains unknown, but it doesn't look like a spill. <laughs> no, it's it's, it's a line. It's a line. It's, yeah, a, it's right. clean. What happened here was, <laughs> it wasn't a splatter. What happened right. was, <laughs> I don't know what had happened. Well, somebody, somebody should get fired. Got, somebody should who yeah. got a hold of the paint truck. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. Yeah. A little crazy. I have done busting to see if this metal exfoliator is going to really get this up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's see. I, I'm with you. I think they might have to make a few passes. Definitely. Yeah. Troy, how do you want to hit the comments today, man? I'm going to take a tour through the thoughts of our terrific followers. Okay. As you do that, I will remind everybody that BHF Insurance, Bates, Hewitt, and Floyd have been providing insurance and peace of mind for residents and businesses in Northeast Florida for over 40 years. BHF specializes in all types of insurance, especially homeowners insurance. <clears throat> they have a small dedicated staff to work directly with you. Christy Lawrence is our St. Augustine advisor. She brings a passion and knowledge of insurance to the table while specializing in all your personal insurance needs. Call or stop by their new St. Augustine office located right there at South Park near the hospital. Get a complimentary assessment of your current policies. 904 794-5455. Also, our friends at the Classic Car Museum, where you can get ready to ignite your passion at the St. Augustine Classic Car Museum. In fact, they did, they just sent us some new information on some stuff. Yes, they have. A, a, it's a, actually, it's today. Uh, if you're right. an event planner or you have some events that are going on, this is your walkthrough time to be able to go and see all the different amenities. So, yeah, <clears throat> check out Classic Eventage on Facebook. You can see all the information in one time. I think it starts around four to eight tonight. I think but, that's uh, about right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a good stuff. And uh, Madison's just reaching out to the community. Anybody that's a an event planner. This is the moment. Go down there and just, hey, if nothing else. Yeah. Go in there and walk around that museum and check it out. Definitely. It's, it's so awesome. It. It's so such fun. an experience. Uh, we love those guys and gals down there. All right, Troy, what you got? All right. Um, first off, like, uh, I, I made a statement that I, I moved here in 1987. And I was, yeah, so everyone then proceeded to tell me exactly how old they were 
1987 <laughs> yeah. to make sure I understand that I'm officially old. I was really yeah, I was driving that home. Yeah, so I appreciate you guys driving that home to me. Um, <laughs> and um, evidently, there was was there a tornado yesterday? Did anybody hear about that? I didn't hear about it. It was, it was mentioned in the comments out at okay. Molasses Junction. Oh, wow. So, okay. um, you know, so. Well, that's your department, Troy. Yeah. yeah. Hello. What are you asking us for? I was in a city meeting getting called out by mayor. Um, <laughs> Just a baby with a barometer. <laughs> and uh, so a lot, a lot of different theories on the yellow line. You know, the one I liked the best was the Hansel and Gretel theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, so they can find their way home. <laughs> so we're going with that one being the Hansel and Gretel theory. I like theory. that story. So, um, you know, and, uh, you know, a lot of great comments. Uh, you know, go back and watch. You can watch the commission meeting uh, if you want to go back and watch some of the comments uh, and some of the things that were said in that exchange. So you don't, you're not just hearing it hearsay from right, us right so yep. feel, feel free to find that and get back there and watch it if you're really interested in the it. best way i find those is because it can be tough navigating the city's it website really it really is can. Hard. it can be confusing so i just google city of saint augustine live and it'll bring you up a link to their videos mm. their video section you click on city of saint augustine it's going to be your top link right there i did it this morning so. yeah and thank you robin for the stars <clears throat> thank you very yeah. much Sort of stat. All right, sort of stat. On this day in 1995, uh, the Harlem Globetrotters' winning streak of 8,829 games came to an end. No way. Wow. They had not lost since 1971. Now, the Globetrotters have lost games. In 1971, they lost to the Washington Generals, the team they always travel with. Mm -hmm. In 1995, they were doing a European uh, exhibition tour against Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's All-Stars. Mm. So it was a lot of MB, former NBA oh, players. Oh, oh, oh. And a real challenge on and, that one. And the Globetrotters won three out of the four games. Oh, but, okay. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, in my opinion, is one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Possibly the greatest basketball player of all time. But um, he was 48 years old. And he scored 34 points against the Globetrotters. So he still had a little bit in the tank. Yeah. So, um, but <laughs> but there was a lot of jokes that if they did the tour again, it had to be called the Advil or Tylenol tour because everybody <laughs> on Kareem's team was like over forty years uh, okay. old. Yeah. So, but it, that streak came to an end after eight thousand eight hundred and twenty nine. And I grew up with the Globe Charters. I love the Globe Charters on Wide World of Sports. Yeah. So I, you know, so I. I Always, always love the Globetrotters. So very fun to watch. Yeah. Very impressive. Still, man. still around today. Yeah, so yeah. entertaining people. And like I said before, I love that banana ball. Oh, uh, the the Globetrotters yeah. baseball, man. Yeah, they're barnstorming again. <laughs> I love it. I love it. They're fun to watch. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Did didn't you play against a team like that? That was similar, like like a local version of the Harlem Globetrotters. Didn't you play? Oh against yeah, I played. I played in a. Uh, uh, the knockoff version of the Globetrotters as a local, you know how like they do like the local All Star stuff and yeah, I I, I I played against a team of dwarves one time. I, you wow, know, you know it's it's fun being a local celebrity sometimes. <laughs> uh, okay, I refused to play the donkey basketball. I was asked to play donkey, donkey basketball. basketball. Well, do Where you, you ride on donkeys? You ride on donkeys. Well, you can pull the donkey, but if you shoot, you have to get on the donkey to shoot. Wow. Uh, call for I, animal cruelty. Yeah, right. I chose, yeah, I chose yeah. not to do that. Yeah. There was a choice. Of you floating around, Troy. You'd be canceled. Canceled. Yeah. Canceled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got I got pants during the Globetrotter one. So. Oh. Not your first pantsing, I'm yeah, sure. No, yeah. uh, clearly not. Thank goodness I was wearing underwear that day. Really? Yeah. Wow. Shocker. Yeah. Rare. St. <laughs> <Saint> Augie's Pizza. <laughs> 
That's a tough, tough segue to say doggy pizza. They're, Show up with your underwear. They're delicious. Yeah, please wear underwear when you yeah. say doggy's pizza. It's it's preferred. Yeah. Not required, but preferred. All right, man. Plugs, Troy. All right. Um, just enjoy the day. Okay. Good plug. Davey. We got Mark and Kim from United Way talking about workplace campaigns today. Okay. okay. Yeah. Blake, any plugs? Um, uh, tomorrow, Flagler Women's Soccer Game at, uh, at 5 p.m. Okay. Cool. Good deal. Thank you, sir. Uh, that is all for us this morning. Make sure you check back with us at 3 o'clock. Great show this morning, guys and uh, gals, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>